Hi, welcome to episode 12 of the Noisy Golfer, the Junior Golf Podcast brought to you by Noisy Golf. I'm Paul and this is Jade and we are delighted to have our next guest uh, featuring um, from Ignite Golf. Um, it's Junior Golf Coach Aaron Lansbury. Aaron, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. I know that obviously you've been in contact with Jade and first of all, I'm glad that my sidekick um, is, is back because um, she's, she's missed the last couple of podcasts. We've, had, some We've great... had all of the germs, all of the germs <laughs> in the house. I've still got some of the germs, thanks. So I haven't got much of a voice, but I'm back. Okay. Sorry to everybody that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, c- continuing our, co- our conversations, really. I know that we've been following each other through the, the Noisy Golf Instagram accounts and, and obviously the great content that you put out there for your juniors um, and, and so I suppose golf followers everywhere generally. Um, but we just thought it was a great opportunity to have you on board, um, really to learn about your golf journey and, and just hopefully share the great work that you're doing with your own academy as, as well as some sort of you know, great hints, tips for junior golfers and, and parents alike. For those that don't know you, it'd be great just to get a bit of an insight into, you know, your own intro, your own background into golf and uh, go from there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, no, it's good to have, it's good to be on the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. So, um, yeah, keep it up whenever we, wherever we end up today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm Aaron. Um, I work over at a place called Stonebridge Golf Club, um, which is pretty much between Birmingham and Coventry. Um, do pretty much just specialise in, in junior golf, really. Um, do a handful of adult one-to-ones but nothing nothing mega um, and then we see about 100 and we see about 180 odd kids each week okay. um, in our coaching have a massive sort of on-course playing um, section to our to our coaching which is really important um, and then do all sorts of other events and, and things on the side um, and as a whole our sort of overall purpose of our, of our coaching is to try to create as many long uh, lifelong golfers as possible um, obviously starting out as juniors superb so, so typically what age do you, what ages do you start from and to where 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 does it begin and end in terms of age range? normally um normally it's primary school age so as soon as they, they're in, in in school they generally come along to to the group so it's normally around five okay um that that kind of age and then we go all the way up until uh, i think 17 i think is the oldest we've got at the moment that's within okay. the groups um but then they tend to they tend to stick around afterwards anyway and, and keep coming along for whether it's helping out or coaching or whatever yeah. uh, beyond that. Superb. And, and with regards to um, y- your own personal journey, obviously that's led you to junior golf. It's great to let be. I mean, there's yeah. loads of questions that we've got on the academy itself, but just, just in terms of building a bit of a narrative for your own personal journey as well. Um, what was it that led you to golf in the first place and what then led you to junior golf specifically with the work that you do? Yeah, where did it start for you? How old were you when you started at golf? <sighs> I, I was a bit of a sport junkie, I think. I think I just played every single sport that was that was available to me. Yeah. So we used to play football, golf, squash, tennis, cricket, everything. Just if it was something to do with normally hitting something, a bat and a ball kind of style sport, whacking stuff, I was, I was all over it. <laughs> so um, I don't really know when I first picked up a golf club, in all honesty, I was probably two, I don't know. Um, <laughs> just started smacking stuff. Um, joined a local club, pretty, this is a pretty typical kind of PGA route of getting involved really. Joined a club when I was about 10, 11, 12, um, made a few friends at the club, just played golf, school holidays was there five days a week from nine till nine basically <laughs> and just just you know golfed 
permanently solidly through the summer holidays and things and um, ended up going to university and I studied at um, Birmingham University doing the, the applied golf management studies um, which is alongside with the PGA um, did that and came out as, at, at 21 and went straight into coaching from then um, as a kid though I kind of always thought when I was sort of 15 16 I always wanted to be a golf coach that was kind of what, I've, what I always wanted to do um, yeah. and I always liked the idea of just working with kids because it's it's just a bit of a laugh really and just messing about for a living and you know it's good fun we've seen your videos you know <laughs> <laughs> no we, we, do love yeah, we, definitely, we definitely have some, <laughs> some, some interesting things, things going on yeah one of the things that kind of drew me to your account was all of the laughter all of the noise all of the chaos on your videos through the games and things it's just it's that and that to me is junior golf it's not um you know it's not about the formalities it's not about the technicalities it's about having fun and you know, I think from what you're showing on your Instagram account at the minute, that's what's mm. happened with with uh, with your juniors there. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think what's really interesting as well is that, um, and I have this conversation loads when uh, parent when I go to take Isaac coaching, um, people instantly think when you see a kid that can play golf that the only path is to become a professional golfer. And what I found really interesting in what you said then is that from about 15, 16, it wasn't playing, which generally people's perception is, because obviously we've seen you hit 324-yard drives on your, on your Instagram <laughs> account. Um, um, but your 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 instant route was, and a natural route was a um, was a golf coach. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, the amount of kids that, that we see, if we get realistically, we're never going to have 180 of those. Um, that are going to become pros yeah. um, of which how many of those actually want to become pros exactly it's you know the number's very very low but that, that's not really the point of of what we're trying to achieve we're not trying to you know it, I mean if we get a PGA Tour golfer out of it great but that's not that's not the overriding purpose of our coaching um, we, we allow that to be possible definitely through the setup but it's definitely not the purpose um, and then when you speak to all, the, all those that are, are made it out on tour, none of them necessarily went through this set pathway of doing X, Y, and Z. And, you know, they, it just kind of happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of like it did with me. I just joined the club. I made a few mates and it, it just happens. And I ended up becoming a, you know, PJ pro. Um, I played quite high competitive. You know, I played, I used to play for my County Sussex and Southeast England and all that sort of stuff and competed on national sort of scales quite high, but, it wasn't what I wanted to do. So it's, you know, I, I like to think I'm the same as most kids out there that don't necessarily want to be, be that, that player. Yeah. I think it's really refreshing, isn't it? No, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that, again, we um, we did a great podcast last week with Kai at the Golf Trust. And I think that we, we had a very interesting debate in terms of sort of the conservative element of golf. You know, there is still a, you know, a bit of a stuck in the mud mentality. It, things are shifting. It's great. But I think that, when we sort of embarked on this journey as parents, when Isaac first got into golf, it was, you know, our reaction wasn't to, you know, to push for college scholarships or professional status. It was literally mm. for me just to go and hit a ball with Isaac. Yeah. And whatever happened yeah. from that just meant that we could be out having fun in the fresh air and, you know, enjoying the social aspect that golf clubs bring and everything else like that. And and, and that was it really. And I think that natural, as I say, yeah. when you do see people, the, the natural perception is, oh my God, they're great. They must want to be a pro. But it's really refreshing to see our outlook is that it's there's just so much more that people don't really consider when you look at golf coaching as a whole. Yeah, of course. 
And then going back to, you know, as, as you guys as parents, and I think you speak on behalf of most parents, I think if I have a, a six-year-old kid, let's say, that can hit, give it a good hit, and I, if, I were, if I ask the parents, you know, what, what's the idea of bringing them along to golf? I've, I've never had an answer of, well, I want them to be on tour in 20 years' time. Surprised how many parents do want that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the so got it think... all lined up. We're going to college, and yeah. So it's it's nice to hear that you know you are dealing with you're not dealing with, but you're speaking with those parents as well that do just want them to have fun, do just want them to enjoy yeah. the game, and aren't planning their future out for them already. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I we we have a lot of kids that 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 do want to become really good players, of course. Um, and the, the parents are all all there to support them and help them along in whatever way that they need, which is which is amazing. And we'll obviously support as much as we can, and you know make sure that we're offering the best coaching for them and, and help them along the way. Um, but I don't think that comes from the immediate first session. They've never picked up a golf club, and now they're going to be a they're going to be a tour player in twenty years. That that's unrealistic. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah <laughs> just talk us through the journey because yeah, you you've obviously got 100, 180 kids i think you mentioned uh yeah roughly yeah they're, they're yeah, that, that, that you're coaching where did it begin and how quickly or how long did it take to get to that point because that's i mean that's an amazing amount of kids to be coaching just at one location um you know with the age range <laughs> it's a busy place at as well because <laughs> we're, we're in sort of a catchment area where I, i'm trying to take isaac to different places sometimes there might be 10 sometimes there might be three or four but certainly not mm. nearby, there certainly isn't the number of kids that you're coaching. So it'd be interesting to learn about um, how you've got to that point. And also it'd be interesting to talk about um, getting golf into schools as well, because we're quite conscious that, you know, the, the, the earlier that you can introduce kids to golf, the, 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 the better. But there isn't really that, certainly in our local area, that's, that it, that's introducing kids to golf that early, certainly from the ages five, where, yeah. you know, where your coaching is beginning from. Yeah, I mean, going back to your, the first point um, of sort of how how we got there, um, it's, it's well worth saying though. Just because we have 180 kids, it doesn't mean that another coach that's doing that's only got three or four or ten, that doesn't mean oh, I'm doing a better or a different job. Yeah, it just means there's more. It's, it's exactly. not like a a, qu a quantity is not quality. That's that's two very different things, as we all know. Yeah. Um, but mine kind of just grew, I guess, kind of naturally. Um, we had when my very very first venue um, it was it was it was a quietish venue you know there wasn't a massive amount going on um, but I just set up a junior you know sort of taster session I was brand new so I was no good at it I didn't know what I was doing just set up a taster session had eight kids come along um, I think I signed all eight of them up for like the next six weeks of coaching sort of thing um, so every, every six weeks I knew there was going to be um, there was going to be a little bit of a paycheck to be honest, that was, you know, cause I, I was fresh out of uni. So my, I was, I was in, I was in the hole financially. I needed some dollar quick. <laughs> so, um, so every time, every six weeks, it was like, oh great. I'm going to get a couple hundred quid in the bank. You know, and that, that was, that was massive for me. Um, I didn't do any shop work or anything like that. I was purely a golf coach. Um, so at first it just was like, well, let's just keep doing that. And, and it, it just kind of blew up really from then. So it was maybe six or eight months later, I, I had a whole Saturday of coaching um, where it was just purely kids coaching um, and then started branching out. Well, I was too busy on a Saturday in, throughout the week and opened up a Thursday and it just, just kind of spiraled out of control and it ended up just becoming what I wanted to, you know, what I really started focusing on um, and then just doing the kids pretty much and just focusing on that. So now there's nine, 19 
something like that group groups each week um that, that we have we have kids in near almost 10 in each one with myself and a, and a leader that, that deliver the sessions yeah amazing yeah hey, i think one of the questions that crops up quite a lot um is of the parents that you speak to and again this is about sort of junior participation into golf we've generally found that they've been introduced to golf through a parent that plays and, and isaac is no different to, to a lot of kids what yeah. do you find with with the kids that you're coaching is there an element of that their parents are naturally just wanting to get them involved in a game that they know and or how much of their of the kids that you coach is born out of like the parents don't know anything the kids just shown an interest and it's been led that way around instead yeah i think you get a bit of both really i mean if you were to just look at the the population of our parents and just you know ignored the children and just looked at the parents there would be more golfers than in there than a than a standards than the than the overall population if you see what i mean yeah um so there's definitely more parents that play golf that want to get their, their kids involved in golf um, numbers off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. I'd have to, I'd have to go and dig it out and figure it out. Um, but there's, there's certainly a massive group of them that, that, that have no idea. That parents have no idea, and they just wanted them to try something new. Um, we get a lot of sort of referrals um, from other kids where, uh, you know, Jimmy goes over to Stonebridge, does his golf, he loves it, and then we just get another kid that comes along and gets in contact with us through that. So um, that's probably where we get a lot of the non-golfing parents. There's not a massive amount of traffic at the club that aren't golfers. It is a golf club, essentially. So oh, yeah, we, yeah. there's no like gym or any other reason really for them to, to be there. Um, and then promotion, apart from Instagram, we don't really have, we don't really do any external marketing or anything at the moment. Um, purely because we, we don't really need to. We're kind of fortunately enough that it's it kind of it's snowballing, really. I think yeah. that's, the, that's the way to put it. It's just the snowball effect of having such a high number you just end up finding more just to backtrack a little bit then so who introduced you to golf uh it was my old man so yeah I was a typical, <laughs> my, my dad he used to play golf um he wasn't a member of a club or anything just used to just used to dabble every so often have a little go played off about 14 i think so um yeah he used to play golf but he was a bit like me i guess when i was a kid he used to play he was a squash coach um he used to just play all sorts of sport that was all we did pretty much as a kid. My dad and I just played sport. That's good. Amazing. Quick, quick um, question with regards to um, tips for parents that, that may be seen mm. whose kids are showing a bit of an interest in golf. What's the best advice generally when they first approach you in terms of, how, I mean, because so, like, like Jade said before, you've got the technicals, you've got the fundamentals, quite boring, archaic stuff when it comes to golf itself. Um so how do you communicate that with parents who are sort of a, a little bit less um, engaged with golf generally themselves? So your parent that doesn't have it, have an active role in or doesn't play golf. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing is, it has to be just creating a passion. We have to try to make sure that not only that the kids are, have got a real good passion for golf, that they, they want to keep playing it. Um, no child's gonna it doesn't matter no child's gonna want to keep coming back and playing more and more golf whether that's in sessions or on the course if they're not enjoying it just like it's the same for an adult like I wouldn't go and play I wouldn't go and play badminton every week unless I enjoyed it for example I just wouldn't do that so it's, it's no different for a child sometimes it's easy for that to get lost a little bit um, and it becomes sort of well let, let's get on to those fundamental basics you know and making sure they're holding it the correct way and things like that whereas the reality is if, if he doesn't care about golf and he doesn't want to if he doesn't want to improve his golf 
which is another conversation entirely possibly, um, then why, why would he want to change his grip? What, what's the purpose of that? And if he was to drop out in six weeks time, well, that was just a lot of wasted effort, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, when it comes to fundamental, going back to our conversation earlier about no parents really want their kids to, you know, straight away, they don't necessarily want them to be a tour player. They just want them to find a hobby that they enjoy. Yeah. But you still find, you still get some parents that will, that will perhaps get overly involved in, I'm talking about in coaching here. So perhaps overly involved in a session where you know, you've got to stand like this and you've got to hold it like that instead of just letting the child just explore and just smack a ball because it's fun to smack a ball. Yeah. So at which point we, we will often have a conversation with them and just, you know, just let, just have a chat to them about what the purpose is of our coaching and the purpose of them coming along and talking to them about that and saying that, you, you know, you can't, you can't create a golfer in 20 minutes, but you can put them off. You can put them off the rest of their lives in 20 minutes. If yeah. you make yeah. it yeah. kind of stuffy and this way and that way. Um, so it's a very kind of open conversation really and we let all the parents know that what they what to expect with our with our program with coaching and playing um, that it's not going to be this way and that way and it's just let's just see where the wind glow, fl- uh, blows with the kids and what they want to do yeah what what we love and I think one of the reasons why we wanted to invite you on the podcast was um, the, the games that you do because yeah. they're, they're we've, mm. we've seen so many of them but where, where do you draw your inspiration from? Because we've, we'll, we'll try and include some videos within this podcast. So if people haven't seen your Instagram videos, they can they can see within this podcast. But where do you draw your inspiration from? And what's the reaction like from kids and parents? Because they look amazing. It's just this crazy chaos. <laughs> I think everybody yeah. wants to be involved in. <laughs> and it's not something it's, you necessarily yeah. associate with golf, which is the, which is the best, the thing, of, thing, the best yeah. thing about it. That is what golf is love. about, not yeah. this kind of like this strict environment. Yeah. It's what you guys are doing with kids. Yeah, I mean, don't get us wrong. Like The, the sessions are based around golf. They definitely are. And um, a big big chunk of it is about making sure that they're, they're prepared for for going on the golf course because that's a that's a massive uh, you know aim of ours as a, as a as an academy um but then also hoping that they want to try to improve their golf a little bit and 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 you know get better at it um but yeah we always we always have we always make sure that within each session or at least every other session um we have some like kind of it's almost like a party i guess where we have we'll have some some real crazy kind of games um i, I don't really know where i get them from i just kind of check out youtube a lot and have a look on there and find some some guy in the states or wherever around europe doing some funky game and i think well i wonder if i could turn that into into a golf session um and i I just figure it all out um so i I spend a couple of hours each week planning what i'm going to do you know i'll sit down and think about every session and how it's going to work with the facility we're at and the equipment that i've got and the kids that are that are in the sessions and suss it out and once you get a good game it's it's pretty nails you know it's brilliant um i really enjoy it it's it's just really good fun it's purely just like i was as a kid just playing golf or just for the sake of play no yeah. it hasn't got to have a sometimes it doesn't have to have a purpose it can just be for the for the sake the sheer sake of play which is a massive purpose in its own right but it kind of has a has an has a like um it appears to be less purposeful, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah. Children learn through play, you know, that's a fact. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, what you're doing, I think it's amazing personally. I love yeah. it. I love watching your videos and mm. things. Um, oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think what was really interesting there that you touched on, I'd like to sort of evolve this because I've, I've just thought of something else that I'd like to speak to you about in relation to this, which is preparing kids for the golf course. 
and I think mm. it's really important. So we are trying to work with our local club to, to introduce things like as, as basic as it is, like junior tees, um, especially in winter yes. conditions when courses get boggy, they put temporary greens in place, you know, you don't quite get the rollout off the team. All, all of these factors, I think, can impact a child's enjoyment, you know, certainly on a, yes. on a, on a, on a fully sized golf course. Um, again, I think it's just, try, just trying to think in terms of uh, tips and advice and the work that you do to help prepare kids because I know a lot of um, coaching generally the perception is it's from the t it's from tee to green but I think a lot of coaches from what who, who we spoke to generally reverse engineer that and it's sort of from the green backwards yep. what what's your approach in that respect and and do you feel golf clubs are doing enough to in, to basically get more juniors on the golf course yeah um Great question. I like it. Going Thank back you. to like the first point, kids are uh, <laughs> kids. Kids are kids are ready to go and play on the golf course if they want to go and do it. It's not like there's a it's not like there's a test that they've got to pass that yeah, they have to yeah. be able to hit it x distance. If they want to go and play on the course, just go and play on the course. Like it's not it's not a big thing. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of sort of I think they're almost like psychological barriers with 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 parents that play golf and with kids that the parents that don't play golf and stuff, oh my God, can I really take my kids onto the golf course? Um, and then there's a lot of, yeah, I do believe there is, you know, a good amount of responsibility on, from, from each club um, to make sure that their course is opening and welcoming and they, they set up, they create the right environment for it to happen. Um, you obviously wouldn't want to plonk a, a five-year-old kid with one club and a putter yeah, going out yeah. to play three holes on a golf course in the in the midweek medal that would be a yeah. complete nightmare wouldn't it It'd be a car crash so you have <laughs> yeah, to sort of yeah. make sure that that the you know say the tea is on a quiet quiet afternoon or an evening that there's whatever half an hour of tea times or an hour where there is there is space for them to do it um but yeah in terms of you know like you said reverse engineering so starting it from the green and working backwards you can do that yeah i mean i can't really see a problem with with going on from junior tees um and giving it a whack if they miss it and they just want to throw it and throw it and if they want to just move it up the fairway and stick it on the fairway and smack it from there it's just it's just playing on the course that i think is important yeah absolutely i wouldn't i'd almost feel if we had a kid that was walking if you're on a 400 yard hole and he said right you're going to start from the green every time that kid's going to be like you're kidding me i've got to walk all the way down there like 400 yeah. yards to a five-year-old kid it's exactly I'm, exactly i'm not sure i'd want to do that so um you can come out with ways you know if you want it to be really creative you, you hit a shot from the tee you get it on the fairway you get a point well, let's say if you did want it to score it you can you can get a point and then you move it closer and if you keep it on the fairway, you get another point or whatever you want it to do there's, there's no sort of do's and don'ts and, and like i say tests are passed to just be on the course um, I think that's where we're that's where we're trying to go it's where we're trying to improve yeah um, with our coaching we do have a lot of kids out on the course um that play um and that play independently we're starting to sort of develop that um yeah. so going out on the course when it's not a structured event and just playing because for the sheer sake of play um it's still got a long way to go we're definitely not there yet um but from where we were six or seven years ago we hardly had any so it's um yeah, yeah. we're going in the right direction Absolutely. No, it's past its time. It's all right, yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, what would be good to know as well, because I think that we, we've spoken to, again, a lot of coaches from, from all over the world. And, and, I, and I think fundamentally, you know, everything that, that comes from every coach is, is echoing the same sentiment, which is fun. Um, but I think as our, um, 
as our podcasts and you know the the information that we've shared you know that we've been able to collect from people like yourself experts within the industry as um as as built the the subject of accessibility is is one that's come up as mm-hmm. well um, and we've spoken to uh, a number of people around whether golf clubs are doing enough not necessarily to introduce able-bodied children into into golf as well um or, or able-bodied you know um people of any ages but a lot of the a lot of golf clubs are finding issues with not necessarily finding issues but not really doing enough to help people um the difficulties getting into the game and i just wanted to see if that was something that you were aware of or or had experience with <sighs> no not really i wish i did um i i quite literally just do um junior coaching so my i yeah. have very little very little experience in in disability golf yeah. um i can certainly point in the direction of the people that do um, okay. <laughs> but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want to say something based on that because uh my experience is very limited on that i'm afraid no problem no can problem I, yeah but just on that i mean <laughs> you've obviously got 180 juniors there yeah is everybody considered kind of able-bodied without disabilities that are actually yeah so and do you think that yeah. the reason for that yeah no we, we, all, all the kids that we have I'm just racking through. Yeah, all the kids that we have are fully able-bodied. So there's 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 no physical disability um, children in our coaching for whatever reason. That's not a purposeful decision. That's just how it's how it's become. Um, we de- we have a lot of children that um, are mentally have learning difficulties. Um, so we, we do have quite a few kids with ADHD, a few with autism, um, and a few other bits and pieces as well um and so yeah we have to we, we certainly have to adapt what we do and and just very slightly tweak how we deliver um on course experiences and, and then in coaching session experiences for those kids um it's not normally a major thing that we have to change it's normally just a, a simple conversation and making sure that they're in a, in a in a group that's perhaps whether it's calm or it doesn't have that the lively one and or whatever whatever it's going to be um, or more lively if we needed that way around. So it's it's just finding the, the solution to the to the to the problem with whatever whatever we've got in front of us. Yeah. Um, and so we have to deal with that. You obviously have to also deal with the fact that not all parents can make a Thursday at five pm. So we have to juggle in with that too. So that there's all sorts of sort of management things that we have to have to play around with. So basically, you're taking your cues from the parents on how you can better support that child yeah yeah we'll, them in, in the lessons yeah hey hey the parents are going to be the experts on their kids like i'm the expert yeah. on golf the parents are the experts on their kids so I, i'm definitely not in a position to say this is how you manage your child that's, um, <laughs> that's definitely not my thing um, <laughs> and then equally when we when we used to deliver in schools we used to speak to the teachers because they, they're with them 30 hours a week so you know i'm having some difficulties with this child you know how can how can I you know manage him a bit better and look after him and they'll say well try this this and this and you know yeah, it's different aren't they so especially if you've got different learning learning difficulties then it's you don't know which way it's going to turn and how it's going to look yeah I mean there's also there's so many courses out there as well isn't there that you know if you did want to yeah. kind of expand your knowledge in those areas you know maybe other coaches that are watching could do that they could jump on look at the courses, see what's available and then how they can better support the children that are, that come into their lessons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are. I mean, 
I won't lie. I've, I can't say I've done a great deal of, 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 of training in that, in that respect. Mm. Um, I probably ought to. <laughs> I mean, speaking about this that, isn't saying what's um, right or wrong. This I, is just really saying happen. the options that yeah, are out there. Understand. Yeah. It's about just opening that conversation up and just saying, well, well, actually, did you know that there's these courses that are available as well? So yeah, yeah it's not no, saying that any yeah. method is right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm not taking it as an insult, don't worry. But <laughs> it's more just that it's amazing. You can you can learn from the parents. So just you know, from my, I've I haven't done anything to to help me with that. It's just learning how to how to con, how to manage some different kids in different situations and speak to parents about how to do that best. Um, yeah. It's definitely not like a you know if you did ask a parent, I'm struggling with so and so with with your with your child. They're never gonna. Well, I like to think they're never gonna sort of think less of you as a, as a golf coach that you, you can't manage their child they're just gonna they're just gonna want to help it's so, like um, any child isn't it you know if a child's having a bad day it, you could just mm. need a bit of advice from the parent okay what happens how can I turn this around it doesn't have to be you know directly aimed at anything in particular it's just mm. I need a bit of support with this child right now and of course asking the parents is the first line you know it's essential yeah, when you're working with children so yeah yeah of course yeah and it's very easy to almost get like a divide isn't it between parents and, and golf coaches and I think a lot of coaches and and maybe people out there are sort of oh the parents just get in the way and they're a hassle yeah. um but uh, that's that you know, connection's important with your parent yeah just use them like they, they're they're valuable assets and if yeah. from, from our perspective of trying to create long-term golfers um parents are the ones that take them to the club parents are going to be the, especially with the younger ones that are going to be the ones that pay for it they're the ones that are going to walk around the golf course with them they're going to buy the clubs and book them into competitions or book them on the course there's 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 no way an eight-year-old can can do all that so they're yeah. very very necessary and, and very very useful that, assets yeah <laughs> absolutely so, um, well, yeah. one thing I wanted to ask as well, just just changing the subject slightly, is uh, obviously we're drawing into earlier nights now. So, how, how does that impact mm. the sessions that you do? Um, obviously, as the as the winter draws in as well, and do you adapt to? The, I mean, yeah. well, first, I suppose other questions are: Do kids tend to drop off during that season? Do they continue? And what do you do in terms of your sessions to to you know to obviously factor in seasonality, the cold weather, and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, I mean, in terms of our in terms of our weekly group sessions, so the coaching side of it, um, we're we're very fortunate at our site that it's it's pretty much a fully floodlit driving range, so we, we never have the opportunity, we never have the, we never have to cancel a lesson because of bad weather or daylight. We can always coach. We can coach through till nine. Excuse me. Um, and then um, the putting green is also floodlit, um, so we can. So this week, for example, we're doing putting lessons, um, putting and chipping lessons. So we're still doing that. Um, and I've just bought a couple of extra lights just to sort of light it up. So it's a, it's like a bit of a battleground <laughs> with lights everywhere. But, you know, it's fine. It's very, very usable and doesn't doesn't impede. So we're quite lucky with that. Um, kids generally, I mean, I've rarely, rarely get kids that go oh, too cold. I don't want to go to golf. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't happen. We normally find the first week of when it gets really cold. So you get that, that cold snap and all of a sudden it comes along and you get the kid that comes along in just a jumper. Um, and then they're a bit like, oh, well, that'll be the first <laughs> week. And then after that, they, they, it's like they learn. It's like the parents learn and they put them in a, you know, a body There's warmer and a hat and some gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they don't. We, we, we do naturally get like a small drop off um, and then a bit of a kick in the, you know, over the summer holidays and in the, you know, in the summer months. Um, it's not a huge amount, though. Maybe, maybe probably less than less than 5%, I would have, I would have guessed. 
is what we would what we'd sort of normally see. Um, and all honesty, I don't know exactly the reason why we get the dropouts in the winter. Um, I, I guess it's more it would be more from the parents that sort of think, oh no, it's too cold for him to go out and go out and play golf. It's a summer game, and they would do that. Um, rightfully or not, I could be way off the mark there. Um, that's what that's what that would be my best guess anyway. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think from our point of view, it's it's really good to see the work that you're doing. As I say, you know, to have so many kids actively involved in, in golf from such a young age is, is brilliant. Um, and we love your content as well. I think one of your videos is it hit the, you have to, I think you said hurt the ball. Was that one of the? Tell the ball you're going to hurt. Oh, tell the ball you're going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love all that. I think it's trying to, um, I think just gamifying each element of the, you know of the sessions that you do i think is brilliant and the the kids are clearly having a ball um so congratulations on everything that you're doing there and we look forward to you know yeah, to thanks. viewing your content um you know as, as that progresses and um, also as well if you if you don't already um click the link below where you can follow aaron and the good work that he's doing at ignite golf um, and also if you do have any questions also feel free to comment below as well the podcast's available on spotify on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and YouTube, and everything else. So hopefully, if there's any questions there, you can you can check it out. And we look forward to seeing further content and further guests on the Noisy Golfer. Take care.